what do we think that that is that maybe Decentraland represents? I'm not sure if if that's clear, but um, what is the constellation that we see in Decentraland that somehow seems to make it the most, um, or, or the, the the seems to make people most um, bullish on it? Maybe is is the question. <laughs> I will I will say it uh, simply uh, money Hello everyone welcome to the podcast floor is rising with host Sabertooth a professional NFT collector and Kizu a professional art critic on this podcast we talk deeply about the business of creating collecting and analyzing NFTs so if you are a creator or a collector of NFTs jump in the water is warm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a special series on the Floyd's Rising. Um, we call it the Floyd's Rising NFT Awards. And uh, what we have done is we have surveyed our prior guests, some also some, some NFT collectors, influencers on, on Twitter, uh, a non-scientific samples so of people, if you, if you don't agree with the results, you know, DM me and, and get into the next uh, awards so that you can vote for the things that you like. And we divide it into five categories, NFT artist, PFP, generative artist, game, and today's topic, which is metaverse, whatever that means to, <laughs> to the person voting. And to, I guess, discuss the results of this sort of inaugural result, um, we have uh, Ogar with us today. Ogar, welcome to the show. Hello. Olga, uh, tell us, um, how did you get into NFTs and you know, what are you currently doing? Give, give our um, audience a little bit of background on yourself. Well, um, I started really walking around blockchain, crypto, uh, NFTs and uh, Metaverse in late 2019. Uh, I mean, really uh, going into the rabbit hole and exploring every aspect of it. Uh, I started building professionally as a metaverse architect in early 2020. So it's been two solid years since uh, it's been my full-time job. Before I was working in the field of entertainment, applied to video games and esports, where I was uh, art director and then talent manager. I've directed shows, concerts, competition, short films, uh, live content for webcasting and TV at the highest level in France. I became a builder mostly because I'm a designer uh, and I am a gamer. So that is natural to me, aligned with my passions. And that is also, <laughs> from my perspective, one of the best jobs in the world. Uh, I built over 50 projects in the metaverse, over more than 100 plots. Uh, and uh, mostly on crypto voxel, to be honest. Let's let's get into it because uh, you know, um, you know some of the some of the other guests uh, that we have come on the show are probably like you know NFT fund um, sort of managers or collectors. So you know it's very interesting to to have a a builder, especially a metaverse builder, um, a, sort of like an OG metaverse builder, with us to to discuss results. And, and so let's get into the results. I mean, one of the things I just want to say is that this was not a multiple choice thing. This was basically people write what it is that they that, that they want to put down. And the results were like very, very close. Um, so, uh, you know, 
there wasn't a lot of difference between the results. We'll publish results um, with um, the episode as it goes live so people can see like who voted for what. It's all transparent. Um, but uh, the f- coming in fourth place uh, is, is Sandbox. Um, I discovered the project when it launched with uh, the one of the first pre-sales. I believe it was... Uh, I don't know, in the course of 2020, I would say. Um, so the, the promise was to deliver um, Word uh, with uh, a lot of parcels, uh, and you would be able to create uh, assets and gaming experience with a motor that they edited, and that uh, simplify a lot all the process of making uh, mini game. Uh, so basically, over the course of two years, they are delivering uh, the, the, the products they promised. And from what I stand today, uh, looking at the partnerships, looking at uh, the features that I release, looking at uh, the world coming along uh, so slowly, I would say that th- th- they are delivering that promise for now. Um, I myself are owner in uh, in Sandbox. Uh, I also did uh, a couple builds and gaming experience, so I'm still confident in the fact that this is one of the biggest projects uh, of Metaverse uh, available, and uh, with a serious team and, uh, and credibilities. And I think they could uh, go go well for a long time. I just wanted to, you know discuss like basically what, for example, what does Ogar see as um, the competitive advantage of, um, of Sandbox in relation to the other um, candidates, the other, the other, you know, um, <clears throat> people in the race, basically. So you have, you have kind of like technical uh, aspects and then you have maybe the, the human input with, with the users coming in and using it. Um, how do you see that balance and how do you see Sandbox kind of, um, you know, striking the balance between those two, those two things so far? Uh, for me, a metaverse, I will judge a metaverses on uh, several aspects. Uh, the, the more interesting is the vision one. What is the team want to uh, create, and uh, then how they want to achieve it? And there is several principles that I feel like uh, are uh, very important in order to make a metaverse. The first one being uh, being associated with blockchain technology. So basically, uh, there is contracts, there is tokens, there is NFT. It, it's backed on, on a blockchain ecosystem that is serious and working. Uh, immutability factor uh, all that will be put in your world how will you ensure that those assets will uh, remain uh, forever in a way <laughs> I will say forever uh, in a cynical way because we can't really uh, make sure uh, assets stay forever So, but we need to make sure the team uh, is uh, willing to do what it takes to make sure those assets remain online. Uh, there is a lot of solution, but uh, this, this, this is a, a key feature. Uh, you said community. 
I will say as well community, but uh, also governance. Uh, wh what is the goal of the metaverse? Is that to at some point decentralize it, uh, give power to the people, uh, or they will um, abort the question of cre creating mi micro society? Uh, or, or will they handle that in terms of bringing that uh, into motion and uh, and into the game? Uh, or, or, or will the community respond? Uh, all of that problematics. Uh, I, I will say as well, uh, interoperability. Uh, are the assets you are you bought from another metaverse will be compatible with that one? Uh, what kind of file does it take? Uh, or can you maybe uh, uh, mint a set? Uh, is there a marketplace? Uh, th does that marketplace and the royalties? It is a whole ecosystem and a whole society you recreate, and you need to ensure people that will work along with this ecosystem and live along in, in those worlds um, will be. Um, uh, will be acknowledged, cared for, uh, and the world will move in, in a way that they feel like it should be. And uh, obviously, uh, everybody has a vision about that. So you have also to deal with some kind of faction at some point. Uh, and uh, th there is also the technical component, like how do you deal with traffic? Uh, are, are you faced with other people or are you all together on the same uh, version of the game at the same time, uh, at, at the same spot? Uh, or, or is your game an emulation of uh, cloud gaming of Unreal Engine that looks nice for now, but will be laggy as hell as soon as there is 100 of people? Uh, did, did you make something uh, that is available uh, and compatible with uh, a browser, uh, with a telephone, with uh, uh, a smartphone, with a VR headset, so, so, so all, all those kind of stuff. So there is a lot of components. How, how do you feel, um, Ogar, about, I guess, the the way that sandbox is kind of growing um, because, you know, they I think they've very explicitly sort of, you know, gone with partnerships, but the, the partnerships that they're going with are mostly um, with entities and brands that are not currently sort of within crypto. So they, they really try to bring on board people who are not currently within the crypto ecosystem, like a lot of, um, um, people who, who who may be new to the crypto ecosystem. And that kind of growth strategy is, I think, in contrast to probably some other sub projects in the, in the metaverse space. I can understand you, you need marketing in order to grow. Uh, I can understand uh, we, we are talking about bleeding edge technology. We are talking about virtual metaverses on bleeding edge uh, type of internet code uh, with blockchain of stuff on top of that, which is bleeding edge cryptography. There is a lot of aspects that are beta. So whatever you will deliver, you deliver it in a beta world. Um, uh, sandbox go 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 on the show, and yeah, for, for two years uh, I was kind of 
uh, impatient because there was a lot of finance, a lot of project, a lot of videos, but the, the, the random person who even someone with artist access like me couldn't do much with the game um, because all the big stuff were, were reserved to uh, the, the, the big stars as, as, as they uh, spotlight. But uh, I was really rating them around the corner about what they will deliver. And from what I see right now, they, they start to deliver what they promised. Uh, how will it look like once finished? I don't know. I hope it will look like a vast open world when you can select, uh, when you can bruise and select any uh, gaming experience you want to try and, uh, and it will be awesome. Uh, for now, you can uh, randomly uh, parkour in the city. Uh, it's uh, limited. Uh, you can play two featured games that they, they, they spotlight and that's basically it. And I, I could also talk about the, 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 the alpha and beta and beta access that were um, expensive passes. Can, can you describe it for, for our audience what, what you're referring to? Um... I'm referring to uh, at some point uh, the game was uh, usable, uh, but it was reserved to people that um, uh, won a draft, uh, a, a raffle or paid like, I don't know at the time, it was around uh, 0.5 ETH, which was $2,000 or a little bit more than that. $2,000 to play 10 days to an alpha, I feel like, okay, that's, that's, this is maybe too much. <laughs> so, so they're really trying to kind of like piggyback on, on the FOMO at the time, essentially. Yeah, but they... The, the biggest challenge also is scaling. How, how will you deal with the fact that, uh, like you said, you, you have now a lot of adoption, people are coming, and you need to uh, hire people, qualified people, uh, fast. So uh, that's not easy. I, I believe this team has the, the potential and is doing it because, in a way, they are aboarding the, the, their, their project in a very... Uh, web two startup uh, way of uh, processing uh, the, the hedge fund they deliver one bit by one bit they are creating their studio hiring people growing 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 so uh, I believe for now they, they seems to succeed uh, and in an ecosystem also that wasn't very really good because as you know economic don't go well. We had uh, one year and a half, two years of uh, epidemic crisis. So uh, they, they managed to deliver at least uh, some bits of their promises. And, and that is, I believe, a good thing. Third place getter um, in our vote, uh, which is quite a new project that's uh, called Ohm. Um, I think uh, started by 6529, a very uh, influential um, NFT uh, influencer. What I understand, uh, this is a promise of a coming metaverse. Uh, there is only a demo of a museum which regroup, I believe, uh, the collection of that influencer and uh, some of his partners, if I'm not wrong. Uh, from what I see, there is a lot of promises about community-driven metaverse uh, and uh, creating uh, 
uh, interoperability, uh, community, and stuff like that. Uh, but this is a promise. I don't know what it will be in, in the future. Uh, the original concept is interesting. I did that go through all the technical part, like uh, do you need to download a client? Is it web browser based? Uh, what is the technology behind it? Is it Unity or Real Engine? Is it FreeGS, Babylon GS, those kind of stuff? Uh, it's good that uh, maybe someone, uh, I believe this, this person is around from a long time, so maybe you understand all the components around blockchain community, crypto and metaverses and want to do the right thing himself. I can understand uh, those, those feelings. I believe in industries, uh, the, the guys that were there from the beginning have more legitimacy to create stuff than uh, other people. But uh, like I said, it's a promise. So can we rank really this metaverse third? Uh, Sandbox 4, I would say okay, because Sandbox is an early metaverse in, in alpha that you can bruise a bit and tell, okay, it will be nice in one year, two years. Uh, for now, this one, I don't know. I'm actually quite interested in, in OM as, as maybe, because one of the analogies I think I, that come to my mind um, is the art museum, right? Historically, um, we've seen a lot of, you know, like for example, the Guggenheim in New York, which is now considered uh, one of the top museums in the world globally with the authority and, and, and so on, uh, began as a private collection, right? So I see a parallel here in the sense that yes, OM is um, obviously personality led, let's say, um, in the sense that it's, it's Punk6529 and his team, um, but it's a very different structure if you compare it to uh, the way that, for example, Sandbox has shown that it's it's quite corporate partnership led, right? At least so far. Um, so that's a very different model, I think, of of trying to project what a metaverse can and should be. Um, and of course, so far as as you've said, Ogar, um, the 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 kind of roadmap is that they have made a lot of promises. Um, but you know, one could say that it's kind of hostage to the whims and desires of um, essentially one individual, right? A very influential individual, but still an individual nonetheless, um, and his chosen team. So, and, and of course, we've seen that so far, um, <clears throat> what's available to see is, is that it's pretty much uh, based on his NFT art collection, right? So that's this, this idea of the 6529 Museum District, I think is, 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 um, is quite different from the initial kind of vision that you can see in, in things like Sandbox. Um, so yeah, I think it's still very much uh, an open question, which will be able, first of all, to you know, successfully draw um, community and, and, and users to it and, and become this place that people will want to visit, revisit, hang out, whatever it is. Um, but I think that there's an interesting um, parallel here with with the development of of the the art museum in in physical space. Um, is this kind of you know kind of um, autocratic taste making by a single person who's very influential going to be 
uh, a better, a, a more, I don't know. Um, obviously, it's, it's, it's a question, as you said, there, there are things like to, to consider like community and the technical aspects. Um, but ultimately, is, is it going to be a more compelling vision? I am not so sure. So to me, that that's what's interesting that we have Ohm um, in third place. <laughs> Uh, and as you mentioned, it's it's you know something much newer than Sandbox, which has um, at least had a little bit more time to um, attract you know corporations and 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 other organizations that kind of uh, sympathize with with the Sandbox vision. I mean, it's very narrative driven right now, as everything is in the beginning. Um, but the narrative is really about community versus versus, and and I think. You know, when, when I look at their marketing and the, the narrative, it's really like a community versus kind of like a, a corporate slash brand thing. And uh, I do see kind of that, um, you know, that that message being quite receptive in certain sectors of crypto. For example, in DeFi, that's a very sort of resonant sort of narrative. But um, is is there a thirst for this kind of community-driven thing in in the metaverse or or is that not really like, you know? For me, for me, this is uh, wild territory. Why? Because uh, as, as I said, my vision is this. Uh, maybe, maybe people won't agree with that, but this is my vision and this is how I will abort this problem concerning the metaverse. Uh, we need, in a way, uh, to create a decentralized system to uh, re regulate uh, society. And I believe metaverses will be the one to uh, clear the path and to uh, act like a laboratory of micro society that will uh, function under the governance of decentralized contracts. Uh, and for me, this is the main aspect of it. How will we do? What kind of laws we, 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 we will make? What kind of moderation we will implement? Will we create federalism? Will we create autocratic type of metaverses? Will we, what, what will we create and what tools will um, be available to us to act as metaverse citizens? Uh, this is a bigger challenge to uh, so, yeah, I, I read what they, they are saying. I read uh, everything. Everybody is uh, always repeating the, the same type of stuff, like building community, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but I, I want to see it in motion. And if at least we can set the goal, then we make a step forward. So uh, I enjoy the, the, the talks, but uh, yeah, I'm eager to see it in motion and see what it's like to, 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 to vote, see what it's like. Uh, to, or, or will we choose to create different kind of governance? Will we turn ourselves in uh, the tr traditional way of doing? Like maybe, I don't know, electing 
mayor, or uh, representative for some neighborhood, or some uh, entire space, or uh, regrouping people in terms of community. What will we choose? I, I believe a lot of metaverses will do their own experiments. Some will be derivated. Uh, there will be a lot of use cases that will help us in the future to create maybe some decentralized states. Um, but that is a problematic to me. Uh, there are telling me they want somehow to answer it, and I'm all ears. I mean, the, the fact that they haven't launched yet and they're sort of in the leaderboard at the top four means that they have a very kind of strong narrative um, right now. So, you know, we, we, we shall see. Um, let's, I guess, move on to the second place getter, and this is very close. They were, they were separated. Uh, from first place of only one point, so it means that they have they have a lot of support out there, um, which is CryptoVoxels. CryptoVoxel is um, the first metaverse that I discovered and the one that I fell in love with. Um, it is interesting because the first two ones that we talked about, it was Sandbox and OM. One, like you said, is uh, driven by an influencer uh, and the other by uh, a passionate from the video game industry that I want to create uh, uh, a, a metaverse as well, uh, and they have two ways of doing. And uh, there you have CryptoVoxel, which arrives second and is an independent studio in New Zealand. Maybe there is 10 employees or less. Uh, that is managing to uh, deliver a proper metaverse that is compatible uh, with phone, uh, browser-based, uh, and accessible to basically children. Uh, VR as well. So uh, I like CryptoVoxel because of this indie vibe. I like CryptoVoxel because it's uh, voxel-based uh, metaverses and I'm uh, mainly a voxel artist uh, and uh, I love the voxel aesthetic. Uh, you are basically free of doing a lot of stuff in terms of design and uh, objects that you can uh, put in, in the world. Uh, and how you can uh, create art installation or building, you have a lot of freedom. Uh, and for now, the team is still independent. Uh, so uh, uh, for, for me, this is really the, the, the metaverse I value the most because there is this indie vibe. So basically, the David versus Goliath type of things. They are doing basically no marketing. They are trying some stuff uh, for some months now because they are, they are trying to hire people around that. But basically, this is the total opposite of Sandbox. They have a working metaverse for three years now and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> uh, there was no hype around CryptoVoxel on, on the bull market. Uh, it was totally silent and just do it, doing their thing uh, in, in their corner. And I think like they are delivering, uh, the performances get better, the graphics get better, the features get better. Uh, I, I don't know. They are doing it. Uh, they have this OG original crypto vision uh, that I share. Uh, and uh, they have this kind of... I will repeat it again, uh, indie developer vibe that... Uh, I uh, cherish, <laughs> which is not uh, which, which is totally subjective. Do you think the vision of crypto voxels, right? Because we we talked about sandbox, how they're very very explicitly like trying to onboard like a ton of people. 
Do you think the vision of crypto voxels as kind of this like very crypto native, very sort of indie kind of feel to, you know, from the beginning even, even to now, do you feel like that's, that's actually the ultimate vision? Like they, they, they ultimately they're not trying to build for like everyone. They're not trying to be the biggest metaverse. They're just trying to be like a very niche thing. Or do you think that the ultimate vision for crypto voxels is to kind of, you know, be the metaverse for everyone, but it's just going through this kind of very niche phase right now. Inelectuably, uh, I believe there will be uh, uh, plenty of metaverses. Uh, the point is, all uh, will we um, bruise between them? Uh, by the history of it, uh, CryptoVoxel will always remain as an OG metaverse and one of the first examples as such in the history of uh, internet and uh, mankind, if you want. <laughs> But um, It could be a problem, like it could be the best thing in the world. Uh, we talked about scaling. Uh, how, how will they uh, resist uh, uh, in front of uh, competition? And not uh, only competition that is already there, but competition that will be there tomorrow. Uh, how will them uh, carry their heritage through decades if it need to be? Stuff like that. Um, Will they uh, resolute at some point to be bought or to uh, to to accept uh, rising of funds in order to to to, to grow uh, uh, at some point? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of fan of Ready Player One, uh, and I feel like the metaverse in Ready Player One was made by someone who was passionate about making something that he felt was uh, the thing. Uh, and I, I believe any project should, should start like this. Uh, a, a person with a vision of something beautiful, like trying to uh, achieve it step by step. And uh, for now, we are just following this adventure. Maybe it will go nowhere. Maybe it will be uh, one of the metaverses uh, we will use in the future, but uh, we, we can see for sure. I was wondering if you could speak to any of the, as, as someone who's very technical, technically literate, could you um, maybe raise a few examples of um, technical aspects of, of crypto voxels as opposed to Decentraland that you find, whether from, you know, kind of like UI UX perspective or um, a, a kind of, let's say, nerdier perspective, Is there anything that you can give as, a, as an example that um, makes CryptoVoxels, in your view, um, superior or, or more appealing to a certain uh, demographic? Uh, I won't compare like that. I think both Decentraland is the OG metaverse period, uh, tra traditionally. Um, I prefer CryptoVoxel because of uh, origin story, because of uh, what I like to do, because uh, what opportunity I, I was given. Uh, and I also talked about freedom a lot. And yes, I, I feel like in Decentraland, you have less freedom because uh, of uh, how the performances uh, are handled. Uh, there are performance limitations when you have a parcel. You have, uh, and this limitation don't allow you to, 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 to go all the way crazy. 
you, you can't if you want put a, a nice sculptor at, at some point, but you 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 will only have that, or you need to compromise and maybe reduce uh, the, the 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 polygons of your stuff and stuff like that. In crypto voxel, with the power of the vox file, you can display a lot more of graphic content and uh, items and uh, different way to 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 adjust it that I prefer because uh, is, I, I love to put a lot of details to, to put a lot of uh, stuff around uh, animate them individually you can do that in uh, the central but not go crazy all the way like you would expect from a metaverse um, because of performances and this is a choice uh, 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 as well um, when I arrived, uh, Decentraland was uh, inaccessible to me. So it's mostly also why I didn't uh, dive into it uh, the same way. Because uh, when I started, Decentraland was, uh, I don't know, it was maybe two, two ETH a plot. And like you said, they released all the plots uh, in one time. Uh, where CryptoVoxel is releasing plots bit by bit. And I believe the, 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 the cap uh, has been uh, revealed. I, I had data about parcel scarcity somewhere. You can find them if you want. But uh, I believe this central is around, I, I don't know, more than 1,000 parcels, um, which is a lot. And you had the, uh, you had the field to roam in a empty world for a long time in the central because of that. Uh, in CryptoVoxel, I feel like there is more live, and I feel also like they did more in order to include people that, that didn't have a uh, lot of money or a lot of uh, crypto uh, in order to push them to build. So in a way, they prefer to uh, have a, built a small built-up world than, than a big empty one. Uh, but this is a choice by design as well and by e e economics. Um, like basically, the central land was financed uh, in one time because they pre-sell everything. Uh, when CryptoVoxel is uh, releasing every week one or several parcels in order to continue to grow and to deliver content. Um, I'm wondering how, how you feel about, for example, this categorization, that crypto voxels is, is basically like art, crypto art focused, right? That the majority of the, of the builds inside are um, sort of focused around crypto art galleries, essentially. That, that's kind of the, the main um, things that people are building, um, as opposed to, for example, Decentraland, um, where, for example, <laughs> there's a huge amount of sort of I think most people would say that the majority of the activities inside is um, is gambling, basically. Uh, and then you have kind of sandbox with you know all these sort of brands and and just general, I guess, gaming experiences. Um, I guess how, how do you feel about I guess the different kind of sort of builds people are sort of both building and also using inside these things. It's definitely coming from the, the, the design and how the game uh, evolved over the time. Like if you take the central land, if I was a developer, it will be paradise because in a way the central land allow people to develop 
uh, third uh, part stuff and uh, put, put them uh, in Decentraland with use the age of WebSockets. So they can deliver uh, mini games, like you said, gambling experience. There is also golf experience, a, a lot of dif di different mini games and type of experiences in Decentraland because of that. Um, in CryptoVoxel, there is several stuff. The first one being at first, CryptoVoxel was black and white, uh, except for the NFTs. And that's partly why all the OG artists came there, because they just wanted a place to display their NFTs. And the fact that it was black and white made their uh, PCs uh, contrast more uh, with, uh, the, the, with the world. Uh, and it evolved uh, as uh, we, we can see now. There is color, uh, there is animation, there is a lot of stuff, but still no WebSocket. So uh, very, very limited uh, third part applications that can go on top uh, of the, the, the features that they propose. And because of that, you, you won't see other experiences. And for Sandbox, it's basically the same. You, 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 you see what they show you uh, from the perspective of their videos. Uh, when you browse it, it's another story. But uh, uh, like I said, it's a beta project. And uh, this is ambitious and complex projects that, that need uh, to, uh, to, to grow uh, for years. I think it should come as no surprise that <clears throat> the number one vote getter with one more point than CryptoVoxels is the central end uh, coming in first. Um, uh, you, I mean, you talked about it uh, a little bit just there, as we're discussing CryptoVoxels. Well, this front for me is a OG example of a metaverse. Uh, so they have a marketplace where you can sell assets. Uh, they are using uh, open source type of uh, 3D files. Uh, they are allowing uh, WebSockets for people to delivering third uh, part uh, application uh, to, to the game in order to create another experience. Um, it's a game that is fairly uh, nice to see because of the, the, the polygon style of it. Uh, and it's uh, the, definitely the, 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 the fourth metaverse uh, uh, around uh, the top one. So it's uh, logical to me that it came first. What do we think that that is that maybe Decentraland represents? I'm not sure if, if that's clear, but... Um... Well, what is the constellation that we see in the central land that somehow seems to make it the most, um, or, or the, 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 that seems to make people most um, bullish on it, maybe, is, is the question. <laughs> I, will, I will say it uh, simply. Uh, money. Uh, the, the, the cumulative sales value of the central land is uh, around 400 million. And I think the second one in Sandbox with 200 million. And then you have like, uh, uh, I don't know, CryptoVoxel is 40, something like that. So you have that gap also. Uh, this was the first metaverse, and this is at the moment uh, the, f the most valuable um, metaverse for now. Uh, Sandbox did a great job to, 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 to come up to it. 
but at first, this Centurion is far, far away in, in another galaxy in terms of uh, what they did in terms of sales. Is that all? Sabertooth? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I will add also that um, obviously the, 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 the person that answered your uh, <laughs> your question are very niche people that uh, kind of know what is going on and uh, nobody can sanely, I believe, today place Decentraland anywhere uh, uh, else than first, uh, mm. to be honest. Mm. Um, okay, I mean, since we're sort of discussing, you know, decentralized um, as kind of the first, let's let's use them as a as kind of like a standard bearer for for the metaverse in general. And I would say, like, probably the biggest event that happened to basically all metaverse projects was <clears throat> was kind of Facebook um, changing their name to to Meta. Uh, I, I think people, you know, even looking at the metrics, say that like, like those days after that happened was just a massive boost for every single. Sort of pressing the space. I wanted to, I guess, hear your opinions on on you know what you think about that uh, sort of event happening and and how you perceive that it has kind of you know affected the space or or, or changed the space. In, I guess in just from your experience. Uh, from my perspective, for a moment, a lot of people uh, started to contact me because they thought I was working with Facebook. <laughs> So basically, what they did, in my opinion, is just uh, hack the world. Uh, the, the, the world. I said the world, uh, but uh, maybe it's the world as well. But <laughs> uh, they hacked uh, the, the meta world. It's, uh, it's just uh, simple. Uh, meta is a Greek world uh, that just means uh, associated uh, in a way. Uh, and I know also. Uh, Americans refer to Meta to say most efficient tactics, I believe. Uh, but yeah, it's basically word hacking. But this is common in our society to 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 twist the the semantic of words and to attribute the credits to other things. So it does not surprise me, and uh, it comes also in the process, maybe in a more negative way, but it comes in the process of mass adoption. Uh, people know uh, uh, learning a new world. Which uh, is your kind of favorite metaverse project, uh, Over? It's, uh, it's uh, for now, uh, it's uh, still CryptoVoxel by far. It made my career, it made me uh, uh, realize uh, another way to do business. Uh, and, uh, and it also linked to my uh, personal uh, history, so definitely uh, CryptoVoxel. I'm working as an advisor for a project called Meta Metaverse, which I'm uh, fairly confident uh, will uh, become uh, one of the big names of uh, the industry as well. Uh, and I'm also confident, uh, confident in Sandbox uh, because I'm a Londoner and I want to <laughs> own something very valuable. <laughs> uh, not financial advice, of course. Uh, and I, I, I'm saying that uh, totally honestly because uh, because anyway, you can look into my wallet and discover by yourself. Uh, but yeah, CryptoVoxel for me is top one because it has it had the magical effect on me. Like when I first spawned in the world, 
popping some stuff around, talking to people that were browsing around, uh, discovering new communities on Discord, uh, people showing me their plots, all the events that I made there, concerts, uh, clients, people uh, I, I share experience with, uh, people that helped me, that I helped. Uh, yeah, basically the human component that you, you, you can retrieve in those kind of spaces. Olga, it's uh, been a pleasure to, to have you on the on the episode and, uh, and to talk to us about uh, all the Metaverse projects. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Floor is Rising. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and follow. And give us a review on your favorite podcast app. Remember to also follow us on Twitter at Floor is Rising. You can reach out to us or send us a question. Just send us a DM, at floor is rising.